isn't it funny how how many people are looking to um wave goodbye to this year and, and how how the, like, like the psychology of uh the psychology of uh, of thinking that tomorrow is going to actually be different than today because the the, the calendar because the calendar changed and i think that the, to one thing you know mindset everything your agreement with reality defines your life but at the same time you you can imagine me screaming from from the rooftops like if you don't change anything tomorrow and next year is exactly the same as 2020 which by the way for most people it, uh, obviously with without the outside pandemic for most people behaviorally was the same thing as you know 2006 you know it, it was it was really the 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 messages i keep getting from people are are that of of um continued frustration and of course we we can blame external things and external things matter because it it's it's how we pr prepare you know it, it's like um I, I was invited to to a world champion at the time or a, a world champion uh, boxers training uh, training camp he was he was uh you know, top of the world at that time and and he 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 trained at big bear in california so he invited me and it just it was really cool it was a cool experience to have a, a cool experience to be in and while there you just watch and you, if you ever seen fighters train it's a really unique experience to watch fighters train and i watched them go through all of these things and and all the dodging and the moving and the conditioning a lot of conditioning and i would i would find this out later on when i would do my own training but i was still young and 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 really what I thought was training wasn't training until I saw, you know, what these guys do. And, and I would see all these maneuvers, defensive maneuvers and the, the conditioning and the mindset drills and stop and, and, and inspired me later for some of the things I would do for, for, and with fighters. But afterwards, I remember talking to him like, dude, I can't believe like, how, how well you defend and how much work goes into not getting hit. And he said, Steve, is that what you saw? Yeah, yeah, a lot of that defense. It's like, no, no, here's the thing. This is a fight. I'm going to get hit. The conditioning you saw wasn't to not get hit. It was so that when I do get hit, I have the mindset, the whereabouts, and the conditioning to respond to that. And I thought that that was really interesting when it came to mindset and when it came to, you know, living in that way where, you know, we in life, it's kind of like a fight in that sense. Um, and you, you do your best, but you're going to get hit. No one leaves unscathed. Um, and what we do with this conditioning, with having plans, with having goals, with having these, these maps, uh, with having these routines, it's not to avoid getting hit. It's so that when you do get hit, you have those gauges, you have those, those reminders. It's not, you know, I, I equate it to food or relationships, but that really well, most of our problems are food and relationships, but you know, it's, it goes back to that conditioned sense. Like, you know, it's not, it's not if I ever do what I can to not crave, you know, food that isn't good for me. It's, it's when I do crave it. 
Like when it happens that I have the right mindset to, um, to fight it off and to, to follow not my heart or my every cell in my body at that moment, but to follow my plan. Same in relationships. It's not what happens when, when that's it. You just forget about a person. They just disappear because again, that's never going to happen unless you reach not enlightenment, but sociopathy. If you reach sociopathy, then that'll happen. You can just turn people off and, and click them away like that. But unless you don't do that, what happens when you are lonely, when you do miss someone, when those conditions respond, when those conditions, sometimes they're external conditions that your mind and your body subtly picks up and then just shoots you that reminder as a way of a thought. You say, oh, I'm missing this person or, oh, maybe they weren't so bad. When that happens, that you have the great, the gauges and the right mindset to, to fight that off. And I, and I think that even listening to Dawn, you talk, you talk about the dogs and, um, is there a more New York statement than that? Dawn dogs. I, I feel like I've, I've eliminated most of my New York accent. Definitely not my attitude. It, definitely not that. I get it. I get it for those of you who, who write to me. Uh, but Dawn and dog, I can't, I can't undo it. When, when, when people say like, uh, I want to have a hot dog and everyone else that says like hot dog or whatever you guys say that does not resemble dog. Um, but even with Dawn with her dogs, having that plan, even going through what you went through, knowing, Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is, these are my behaviors. And, and this is going to draw something healthy to me. And in the interim, whether it's vets, uh, uh, vets or, or, or dogs, it's, um, look at the impact that it has in other lives. And even, even here, something that I was drawn to was, uh, I was thinking about this a lot this morning was just was just how having a community of people who inspire uh, being at a point in my life where I can look at my phone and not cringe like there's a completely zero percent cringe factor and and having you know that you guys know that takes that takes time and some guts sometimes uh, and then clicking on to here um, and seeing you know the faces transform because these dogs, <laughs> these dogs, uh, uh, came on the screen. I just think that that's beautiful. And again, something that happens with gauges, I'm sure Dawn could have gone on and on. You said it in a passing sentence. Oh, because of my health, that probably could have been a three hour conversation. And so, and so knowing that these gauges that set in place that set things into momentum, I think is, is a, is a, is a beautiful thing and for, something for us to, to pay attention to as we do lean into a new calendar year. Shout out to anybody who's in Australia or that side of the world who's already, this is the first show of the year for you while it's the last show of the year for the rest of us. You know, it is, it is a, um, an interesting thing. Another thing I want to talk about for this, this two Zoom episodes a week um, is the topic shows. We're, we'll get back into the, the topic shows. I want to, do you guys mind if I revisit topics? So our most listened to podcast was the narcissism uh, show, right? And so I want to revisit that. They, they posted, Steph and her team posted the, um, the narcissism question. It's something like, hey, what are some behaviors of a narcissist? Something like that. They did that a few times this year. And it's like 8,000 comments total. <laughs> 
And so I, I want to address that. I want to address it in, in typical me form. I want to have the uncomfortable conversation of, of my own experiences, the uncomfortable conversation of shit. Some of those are me. Um, aside from the healthy, like I would always say, yeah, of course, when people say, do you think you have narcissistic traits? I said, I, I think out loud and publish it for the world to see. Like, yes, I'm going to go with yes on that. I think my thoughts can change the world. I'm going to go with yes. And so there has to be some emphasis of narcissism there. But that also brings up another another factor of, of this. Like there there is of those 8,000 comments of what narcissists do, most of the comments came from from personal experiences um, and and with in relationships. But I noticed that exactly zero percent of the comments came from a place like what I was just saying. Hey, by the way. Steve Jobs was probably a narcissist, also changed the world. Bill Gates, probably a narcissist, also changed the world. Mark Twain, the people I tell you, like Mark Twain, Emerson, Thoreau, Dr. King, in their personal lives, if there was a Facebook, do you know what Coretta Scott King would have written to that? Is there a narcissist question? She would have needed it to be continued. You know how some people write and then they comment on their own shit because they weren't done writing yet? She would have done one of those. The same with anyone, Mark Twain or Sam, Samuel Langhorn Clemens, which was his name. Anyone who ever met him <laughs> would have been like, ah, they would have just posted a picture of this dude. And so I can't help but wonder to have that uncomfortable conversation of the, those are all bad. Identify, you know, where, where we see it. Also identify those. Yeah, definitely, Georgia. Einstein, too. Einstein was a mess everywhere. There was nobody. At the end of his life, Einstein wasn't even talking to Einstein. Like there was nobody who liked that dude. He might have been the most like unliked person. But again, change the world. It's undeniable. And so um, having those, you know how I love to flip things in different directions. So having those things like, yeah, those are bad. Your ex is bad and probably a narcissist. Also, these are where I see it. And even some of the things I see, um, some of the, I, that, that it took me years to see because I did have that thing that people do associate with narcissists, like where I was like, well, but I didn't mean to do that. Like I definitely did that, but I was being, I was really just paying attention to myself and how it hurt you was like a byproduct of my own selfishness. But it took me years to recognize or like acknowledge that that was true. That's an indicator. And so to have those type of conversations and, and then also to put the spin, can we have, can we have a Dr. King without narcissism? Can we have, um, you know, Gloria Steinem who's alive now, everyone, you, God love the work that Gloria Steinem's done. There, there are some people who would probably comment about her behavior uh, to Oprah, to Oprah. I mean, Oprah, it is undeniable the impact, the positive impact Oprah Winfrey has had in this world. There are a couple of people <laughs> throughout that process who might also say something similar that they would say about Einstein, Jobs, uh, and, and Emerson, Thoreau, Twain, and like these type of things. So to have that conversation, I think it's a great ongoing conversation to have, although it might be triggering for some. I think it's, it's a great conversation to have to, to really explore the, the length, depth, and breadth of the idea of a narcissist. Since again, 
it is the hottest topic and it's usually just told most topics about narcissism can really just can, can really just be called my ex is a narcissist and some of those things as i was reading through the last one which was like a thousand plus and i could definitely jump into those conversations but as i was reading to it it kind of turns into what we all kind of laugh at it turns into like the victim olympics and they like start one-upping each other and so it's like oh yeah yours and you know it, it goes back to that old joke of like we had to walk up to school uphill both ways and then the next one's like you had school and the other one's like you had feet like it's <laughs> it just becomes one upping each other so but in that conversation nobody really talks about what what georgia i think was it georgia just wrote yeah we, we all have these traits so at what point of it on that spectrum are you the unbearable type where you're only bad or what point are you that that there is that little percent georgia like you pointed out the idea that einstein was mostly bad it seems however the whole world is better because he was alive at the, the, we like to look at things black and white we like to look at things black and white and when we have the karma and here's another place where i lose where i'm where i tell stuff in the team like Ask the karma question more. Do you meet, believe in karma? They're like, no, the narcissism. I said, everyone knows the narcissism. We all know. Spoiler alert. Everyone's ex was a narcissist. Everyone, like, we know this and they're going to one up. We know this already. And they're like, no, you don't understand. We, we, they like talking about it. And you have a great view of it that most people don't talk about. That's great. Fine. I said, but ask the karma one. Because I love the karma, the complexity of karma. And of course, the karma question gets asked, and people like it, but nobody really cares. And I'm like, shit, why am I never right about this? But the karma one for me, I look at it similar to that way. Like when you talk about does karma exist? All right, well, if people do bad things or whatever, and there's some sort of universal uh, justice, some universal um, cause and effect, right? But let's take the dude who invented plastic. Dawn's alive today because plastic exists. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because that any procedure, any sort of anything, any hospital, any car, any anything runs better because of plastic. People eat today. Most of the world that isn't starving isn't starving because some reason plastic exists. And endless things that we could talk about, affordability, durability, all these things. But plastic, plastic has undoubtedly been a game changer for for uh, centuries, and it really changed the quality of life of people. It changed the ability to help people and save people, and made things affordable, made them light, made all these things possible. There is no doubt. Think about all the things in your life that are plastic, anything that your kids are playing with, whatever it is. There is no doubt on earth that the invention of plastic changed the world for the better. Also, probably the number one reason anyone died of cancer, it's probably killed billions of people at the, like, and how do you, if you're the karma, how does that work? Because you definitely changed the world for the better. No doubt there are people who is Dawn, Dawn and her dogs. You know, there, there's great people who are impacting food and kids everywhere. When they, when they say, you know, save this starving village, plastic's involved.
in the delivery of that plastics involved in the vehicle that brings it plastics involved in the vehicle that holds it and keeps it fresh like all of these things but at the same time anyone who's ever worked at a place that has plastic or makes plastic you're gonna die by the way <laughs> side note you're dead and so it's very interesting to me those type of things how does karma work for mark twain how does it work for emerson thoreau for dr king how does it work to me again it's more of a curiosity but a a um a, a a a conversation to have because i don't think that we that we talk about it enough i don't think that we talk about it enough and again it's it's an uncomfortable conversation sometimes because we like we like darth vader and luke skywalker we like george bush and saddam hussein we like you're either with us or you're with the terrorists. Like we like that kind of stuff because it's simple. The rest of life is kind of complicated. We like there's a good team and a bad team. You like the Yankees. You like the Red Sox. Pick what like you just pick. Um, but these things are more complicated than that, and they can be exciting and curious to talk about. I'm sure I'll get the type of messages I get on a daily basis now as the, as the show and my conversations grow more popular. I am told. Uh, by more non-New Yorkers to go f myself, but I think it's a great, it's a great uh, conversation to have because again, when when do we ever hear the conversation of narcissists or all those things? But also, but also, you know, most, you know, pyramids weren't built by the humble. Ne neither was the technology of genetics that help us with anyone who has heart disease. Or you know Tesla, Tesla drives itself. People just press a button and they have their lunch while they're behind the wheel, and, and so that isn't built by the humble. And so there are again, if you just scrape the surface just the tiniest bit, you see that the people who have impacted the world also have almost every trait our listeners and readers are writing about. And so, and it's, and it's important enough, again, that it's got to be close to our most discussed topic. Some, some of my posts get picked up by like the, um, like the Arabian peninsulas. And so you end up with, you end up with a, um, like a million comments by some obscure post that the rest of us thought was okay. But like the Arabian peninsula picked up something and loved it. And so they really ran with it. Um, but I'd say the most, popular commented thing um that is loved by the world in general and can have and conversed in the world in general is the narcissism topic so i want to revisit that for for a few more shows and i looked up i looked up like experts to talk to about it and i found a bunch of like authors but i didn't find any like experts and it seemed like a lot of the the books that people would write about it were also skewed. You know, like it was like a, it was written by like a, it wasn't even written, but it was like bitterness. It wasn't written by like a pen. It was written by like a sword. <laughs> like, so it's like, I just want to talk about it in general. And I do understand again, the cognitive reality of it is, is that it's, it's just put in such a big scope or like Georgia called it a spectrum. Um, and, 
And Georgia, you're so adept at this conversation. I, I'm sure you've got a book of your own you could write, which is why you, anytime, anytime I mention anything on this, Georgia has like a clinical explanation and and ten different and ten different reports from around the world in which it was studied. So you've got some stories, man. Um, but. But yeah, so to have this conversation and to recognize that in a cognitive sense, like most things in the mind, like most things in the mind, they're not really sure. They just kind of think um, that this might be it and that might be it. But to have the conversation about it and see if it's something that 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 comes with 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 any endeavor to uh, comes with any endeavor to do something great. Or if it is a byproduct also of just extreme selfishness or even casual selfishness. Um, it's curious because I know I know in some of those categories, I 100% fit in. Um, and again, in my own opinion, would be like, there's no malice involved. And so it, it, it's a very interesting blind spot that that hits. And, and like anything else, like I, I, I love exploring the depth of my own issues as well as just where it fits in with the social setting. So I think more of those conversations, I think, uh, will definitely be fun. What do you, um, as we go into 2021 and we do start thinking the who's who and the what's what, I think I'm also going to have a show that specifically, and it might have to be two shows because the list is getting longer this year. The list grew by like five of like the people to avoid or how to categorize them you know, with, with the traditional plunger, the Etch-A-Sketch, the Titanic. I think we have a show that just covers that. I think, you know, because as I go into like the truthful liar and those type of things that, that are, are a little bit more difficult to dissect, funny as shit, when the truthful liar is hilarious. And so, but, but they are the people we meet. I wish I was, side note, I wish I had any like artistic inclination like I could draw a cartoon of some sort because I would love to like cartoonize some of these characters because it's just so funny. The examples I wrote in the book uh, that we'll talk about here on these shows, it's just so funny. And it's so funny because we've all experienced, mm -hmm. we've all met a truthful liar. We, we, you know, they tell the truth, but they're not being honest. Like we've met those people and it's just, I don't know if it's because I'm, I don't know if it's, I'm getting older, wiser, maybe I'm, I'm giving less fooks than ever. Um, but I just think everything's so funny and the way that people act is just so funny. Even some of the comments I I LOL at some of the comments and I know they're not meaning it to be funny, but just the reactions to some of the posts and some like the way that people, um, the way that people react when shit hits them wrong and they think a post is about them, even though they're complete strangers to me, it makes, I don't know what it does. It makes me laugh so much. Because if they just knew, like, it's not, even if this is you, who cares? Make an adjustment. Like, life is so long. The people you, like, it doesn't, I try, I'm like, Mike Tyson is a convicted rapist who, who, who has multiple felonies for jail. 
And does the media love anyone more than this dude? Like, nobody gives a shit if you were an asshole for years or if you were selfish or like, or, or if you weren't the, the perfect parent or you weren't the best, like, just get better and stop defending yourself. Some of the things, like, if we'll post something that's like, hey, um, if I've learned anything, it's the truth comes in sentences and lies come in paragraphs. Most people are like, huh, you know, that's a good point. The small print is, is, is like a paragraph like this. And the rest is like, hey, that's a good point. You know, when you tell it, hey, hey, where were you last night? Uh, I went to sleep or I went to, you know, wherever. It's a quick answer. Hey, where were you last night? You're going to lie. Well, it turns out, remember, and you have this whole story, by the way, side note, liars lie in detail. This is something that, that I learned when I did, um, well, I took a, an interview with, with, the, with the public refers to as interrogations. The military refers to as interviews. So I, you'll all be shocked to hear, took a specialty course while in the military at interviewing techniques. And within that, learned a lot about deception and flags. Now, keep in mind, I went on to become a red flag collector in every relationship. <laughs> the only thing it did for me is that I knew it was a flag and still didn't have the emotional courage. You have the wisdom because you know. You know when someone's wronging you. It's just I didn't have the emotional courage to stand up for myself. I didn't have the emotional fortitude to, to not think that's okay, to know that I'm worth more. And again, I, I don't feel like I grew up. I don't think I, I, I don't feel like I grew up abused or anything like that any more than anyone else. My, my, I can't recall a time my dad yelled or anything. My, my mom was a little hitty when we were young, but she was like every young Hispanic mom. It wasn't, I don't think it was a, a, a young Hispanic mom in the early 80s. So it, was, it wasn't like a baseball battle of the head or anything. I saw there's nothing like that, but maybe it's some sort of you grow up poor in a rich area in a rich country. Maybe it's something subtle like that, but I don't know what it was. But I do know that I was aware when I was being wronged or I was being treated in a way I shouldn't be treated. And I think that most of us are, but I didn't have the fortitude, the strength, the internal value to say, Hey, I'm better than this until I was older. But in learning these techniques, I learned a lot of the flags and one of the flags was, it doesn't mean they are, but it's definitely a flag that liars lie in detail. And so, and so when we post that thing, that's like, Hey, by the way, truth comes in sentences lies come in paragraphs, you see the posts. It's like, hey, that's a great point. Hmm, I have to think about this one. Wow, now that I think of it, you're right. And then here comes so-and-so. That is absolutely not true because sometimes when I don't, don't, and they go this long ass thing like, whoa, you need to pay attention. Stop texting, stop writing, and pay attention to why that one hit you so hard, why that one was the mirror. And so those I absolutely love. I'm hoping to get more posts like that up uh, uh, this year, as well as more videos. Our live videos were amazing um, until we went into uh, until we went into another pseudo lockdown here in New York City. It wasn't really a lockdown. They were really smart. If you guys wonder why the live videos stopped, because they got sad first of all, and I had to pretend, and I didn't like pretending. 
when people are like, oh, that's New York. How sad. And I'm like, no, it's coming back. It's alive. It wasn't alive. It was horrible and it was heartbreaking. But um, so I stopped those because New York didn't lock down the second time. It will in a couple of weeks because now new Rona's here. But they didn't lock down. They did it differently. They're like, okay, you just can't go anywhere. You have to be outdoors. And you guys want to hear something funny. <laughs> I will never tell this to the big page. I'll tell this to you. So I was, I was doing my Central Park walk. And I had to pee. <laughs> like I had to pee and nothing's open. There's nowhere you could go. <laughs> I had to go home to pee. Like I was like, oh, I guess, I guess my New York day's over. Like I, I, I guess that's over. <laughs> like, like great day today. You know, Facebook has great day today in NYC, and I'm like, I had to leave everybody because I'm, you know, 45 and I have to pee before every new thing, and so I had to go home. <laughs> I just had to go. I guess, I guess I got to go home. And then went into Penn Station, which has bathrooms. Mm -hmm. But when I walked in, there were exactly three homeless people taking baths. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and just continue on home, be home in a few minutes. <laughs> I'll pee there. And so, but so New York didn't lock down. They just made it so that you can't really go anywhere. So it's, it's well played, well played. Yeah. Um, and so hopefully with if it lets up some uh then i'll be able to do more live live talks those lives were we're bringing in you know 40 to 30 30 to 40,000 people watching it live and so uh, it's a it's a good way to get a conversation going and get and get people uh connected to a page that really has no no motive other than if the page has any motive beyond inspiration motivation it's just my own entertainment because I find humans hilarious mm -hmm. and myself included. So just asking questions that intentionally make people uh, um, uncomfortable is, it just makes me happy <laughs> because that's where it comes from. It's just the change comes from the discomfort. The change comes from the discomfort. So uh, for me, that's, uh, that's the way to go. Well, good afternoon. Hello. What? <laughs> Look who's Hi, here. Everyone. <laughs> well, well, well. Look who shows up. I showed up 20 minutes ago. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> I said hello and I didn't I didn't hear you. So I was like, all right, That's I guess okay. I'm just this is the way 2020 ends. I That's just go. Okay. <laughs> Not all here. I had to talk all by myself. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it's a welcome. Hi. Welcome to Hi, the year-end show. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs> Just kidding. No, welcome, welcome. Steph, I was talking about uh, the social media. I was talking about the narcissism posts and um, and how you and your team are correct that those were the the ones that people like to discuss the most. Uh, you remain correct that they do not allow me to talk about UFOs mm -hmm. and the passion in which I want to. Yeah. Um, you you will definitely hear our audience disappear. <laughs> um, I, I feel like when I talk about UFOs, it's like when, when a friend of mine tries to talk to me about cars, yeah. <laughs> like when they try to tell me what kind of engine a car has and they just see me disappear. I start looking at my watch. I don't even wear a watch and I'm looking at like what a, 
Like I, there is number one, I couldn't care less. Number two, I don't even know what you're saying. The only car I know was owned by Doc Brown. <laughs> and if you hit 88 miles an hour, that shit went back into the future. That is the only car that I care about. I can't tell you what I, I know what kind of car I drive. I can't tell you another thing That's about funny. it. Not the engine, not whatever. I mm-hmm. can't tell you one thing. I like it. It's comfortable. <laughs> I awesome. like it. <laughs> That's, I couldn't tell you what's in it, how to fix it. You pop the hood. Uh-huh. I'll, I will just start making shit up. <laughs> I will just start making shit up of what things are called. And I will, I'm sure I will be wrong. Yeah. I, um, and for those of you who want to laugh about where I live in Georgia, you're familiar with this. There's not even a place that I can go in my town where you pump your own gas. Right. Yeah. So I confidently haven't even done that in my car. So it's, it's like, uh, and I know that's not a norm for around the, the country for sure. And so um, how I feel when someone's like, I got the new car with the engine. Um, I just, they must see the glazed look over my face uh, and just disinterest. That's how I feel. People feel when I'm super excited about UFOs. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite podcast that we, that we did was the UFO show. Yeah. It was and a, nobody else's. It was so fun. And nobody else. We exact we received exactly zero comments the about best. the actual UFOs. Yes. So this COVID bill, I'm gonna bore all of you for one second. So this COVID bill passes, right? So they get, I think, six hundred dollars to to most uh Americans here in the USA, for those of you who are not with there was a big hubbub, a big battle as there usually is in our congressional uh, um world. And they passed this relief bill that not only gives the military, you know, stuff that they need and a bunch of other things around the country, but uh, gets some relief to businesses and individuals in form of a check. Uh, I don't remember if they boosted it to 2000 or if it stayed at 600. I don't remember. But that passed. Mm -hmm. Right. But the. The thing that was in that bill also that nobody but me is talking about is that in that signing of the bill, they inserted, they being our Congress, Mm -hmm. inserted that there is now a 180-day timeline that started, that that countdown started when they signed that bill. There's a 180-day timeline that the government has to write its full report and full disclosure on UFOs, on what it knows, what it has and because so much has leaked out this year yeah uh, not only videos and pictures and, and like pentagon released pictures mm-hmm. but there's a bunch that haven't been released that ha- the, the reports have been released but not the pictures and videos that come with it and the first ever confirmed you know they they got they finally confirmed that some of the wreckage they received or, or well at, at one of the places where UFOs have said to have crashed. Yeah. We found finally officially that they did recover wreckage and that that wreckage was modern day tested and found to be anomalous. Mm-hmm. Meaning hmm. it is metal but not from here. Right. We don't have metal like that and it is molecularly structured in ways that metal in our planet isn't structured. So people like me, that 
that's the the porn show for me <laughs> or the show about uh, porn. porn that's the show about porn for me but nobody cares i would have zero narcissist shows and 10 shows about aliens and nobody cares it really uh, is the perfect time nobody yeah it's a great way it's a great time to to uh, uh to distract but um <laughs> but ha having those conversations and doing those shows i can't help but but in having what I like about Zoom is Zoom allows for, and this you guys send me a DM on what you think about what I'm going to say. Zoom allows for these conversations. Now, if we wanted afterwards, we could all talk and ask questions and have a conversation. We could do it for three hours, four hours. Zoom just asks me, hey, how long do you want this thing to be? Um, and the recording goes. The only issue I have with the Zoom is the recording. The, the video quality sucks when they send it to me and I post it to the page. So anyone who didn't see it live, I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what I look like live because I see a very small me. I don't know if it's, if it's grainy or not, but the video is grainy, you know? And, and, and so that's the only issue I have with that as opposed to just recording live and making it really good video quality and then posting it. Mm -hmm. But then it's not live. Like no one can interact. Yeah. So we'll have to discuss that if we if we do some videos that are topical where I'm just going to kind of perform uh, perform a topic, then we might just record those in studio and post them for a better quality. Mm -hmm. But shows about certain topics, maybe we'll do live because I love if anything, I love seeing familiar faces. I love seeing familiar faces. I love seeing Melissa get distracted by work. I love <laughs> all of those things. Like I just love the dogs that pop around. I love uh, I love Georgia's map of the planet out there. You know, it's for me. It's just uh, it's just fun. Uh, April had a guest the other day, and I was so close, so close to the impeccable performance. We got bookshelves. We got everything going on. So you know, it's a uh, oh, there it is. There's an incredible new book. I I you know, it's it's a uh, I love this community. And so I want to keep doing this. So how we do this for the topical shows and for everything else. And then what was the post with the inviting people to the, to the group? Was that like, the, the, I thought that was a good idea. I think that the, the coaching session thing is a great idea. So what we're going to do is um, as the group grows, of course, we're going to do, not a raffle. Raffles like when you buy a ticket, right? Yeah. Not a raffle. A um, giveaway. A giveaway for for just hey a free hour conversation. And so I think that that's a uh, you know one on one conversation. I think mm -hmm. that's a, a a great thing to do. It's a great way to again boost and empower. I also think that this group we can do we can do um, separate because I, I can post whenever. It doesn't have to be. Um, doesn't have to be I'm about to sneeze I'm fighting it off I'm fighting it off um, it it doesn't have to be you know twice uh, twice a week I think these go independent of the main page so really we can do a a thing I, I want to if if you guys have a podcast you're listening to if you have a good recipe of something if you have a good um, um, uh, what's that thing everyone's doing now like an intermittent fasting system whatever it is a book 
if if Dawn, one of the books you're reading is like, hey, this one's really good, like you know, send it to us and we'll share it on the page. Well, I, I really want it to be almost like the old school bulletin boards, but but with with us being the monitor so that there is no spam, but having the having it be like, hey, check out this recipe, hey, check out this. You know, I can't tell you how many people I suggest when they say, dude, how did you lose that weight that fast? How did you do that? And I just tell them, I, I don't really follow a diet more in the system, like a, a high protein, low carb. And I do planks. Like if you have to do anything, it's planks. And I have like these five minute plank things. It's, the plank is like, I can't believe more people don't talk about what it takes to stay in a plank for five minutes not just physically, but psychologically, how quickly you become a philosopher when you're in planks and like you resent everybody, everything until you're done and you feel amazing. But, you know, I, I want to post that, that, um, that five minute plank, you know, you work slowly, work up to a five minute plank. It's like a little exercise routine. I want to post that, but I didn't want to post it just out of nowhere. Like, what's this dude doing? Like, what's he doing? No, it's just, I think that it's a great place to, share information so if you have something like that um i think just share it with us and let's 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 make this group a little bit even um uh more tailor it to uh to us and i think that that's a that's a uh, an important thing for us for us to do i'm a, i'm about an hour in are you all good steph did you want to did you want to hit up any particular post or topic well i love when you know talking about the narcissistic narcissism post but I thought was really interesting a couple points one is uh I saw a comment that was um narcissistic or narcissism shaming um when you're talking bad about a narcissist you're you're saying that we can't change things like that so I thought that was really interesting the first time I've seen something like that um and well I think that that happens a lot though right we talked about that in the last show where like we went from a good place of like personal accountability mm -hmm. to back to like no personal accountability. Yeah. Like where now you're, you're me, you're bully. If you try to make me personally accountable. And again, I, I think that's because I think cancel culture did some of that, you know, cancel culture does some of that um, because people are scared to be singled out that way. So like where I, when I'm saying I, I read a post and I'm like, what are the traits of a narcissist? And I see, you know, a thousand comp, th almost 2000 on the last post mm -hmm. comment. And I read some of them and some of them are atrocious, but some of them are like, oh shit, I did that. Like, oh shit. Like mm -hmm. I did that. And I didn't, I didn't mean to, I wasn't doing that. I was doing something else, mm -hmm. but it turns out I did that as a byproduct of the shit I was doing. And so right. like you start thinking like, and I think about, you know, on my own endeavor to, to um, on my own endeavor to create what I've created, you know, on the road to the, to the thing that I say in passing, you know, you could go into any bookstore anywhere in the world and read some of my words and books that I didn't write. Mm -hmm. To be so quoted that there's thousands of books around the world that quote me is an awesome feeling, number one, but I also have to know that I ran some people over on the way there. And it wasn't my intention. And, and, but it still doesn't mean it wasn't an asshole thing to do. So, for, so I look at that and I'm like, dude, holy shit, I got to pay attention to this. I got to not be that. 
because I don't care. But most people don't want to be identified as that. They're not comfortable with that. Um, and so for me, it's it's normalizing. You know what I tried to do in the in the the um, in the blue book, and all the way in 1998, where where I wrote the snowflake, where the inception of the idea and and word perfectly imperfect. Uh, that was published in 1998, um, and and the idea was the perfectly imperfect. Like, hey, embrace the fact that you're not perfect, but that's okay. You're perfect for yourself. You're perfect for your journey. Each, I think, I think at that time I was very puzzle piecey. Mm-hmm. So like each puzzle piece seems like it's off and it's not good for this piece. It's not good for this piece. And it almost fits in this piece, but there's that resistance and struggle, but it has a piece. It fits. It's perfect for where it fits. And, you know, I was equating things like that. And, and I, I think going back to that, because people in this cancel culture, um, people are scared. They're scared that they get attacked. They're scared to be seen as anything but perfect. Um, and I think that uh, even in in 2019, when I was when I was writing, I, I wrote a few blogs that I absolutely obliterated myself in, um, and I see like with the backlashes of that, and I can see why people don't want to be honest about themselves. But but I think it, instead of just saying look look at how people uh, are scared, let's be let's be the face or. or or let me have the page that says, hey, listen, you, you can have these. What Georgia said, hey, listen, we have some narcissistic traits. We do. The, the difference is, like, how, how are you going to bury yourself in other people in these things? How are you going to pull yourself out of it? How are you going to set up your own gauges? How are you going to uh, monitor, uh, number one, why you seem to be a narcissist magnet? And number two, how are you going to monitor these traits that are toxic? How, how are you going to monitor your own uh, uh, selfishness? And these type of things that exist for all of us. They exist for uh, all of us. And so um, to have those conversations, I think, are really important for what you just said, Steph, because people are like, oh, you're narcissist shaming. Oh, you're fat shaming. Oh, I'm narcissist shaming. I don't care that you're a narcissist. I'm just saying you have the opportunity to stop if you are. If you're hurting the people around you, you have the opportunity to stop. Maybe it's not your intention. But pay attention to that you're doing it. So even if, again, even if it's against every cell in your body, if you're just aware, if you're just aware that you're doing this, you might choose a different path. Even though you don't feel it's it's the path you want to take, just recognizing that through your gauges, it is the healthier path for everybody. If you have that opportunity to do that, that's that's a game changer for you and for all the people around you. Same with the fat shaming. No one's fat shaming you. Mm-hmm. it's we don't want you to die isn't that yeah. so interesting with like the covid stuff they're talking about vaccines they're talking about all those things and it's great everyone's arguing and again they'll argue literally about the color of santa claus the race of santa claus i told you i saw it that shit was on cnn it wasn't on like on cnn they're arguing about santa claus and his ethnicity mm-hmm. so <laughs> so that's where we're at yeah. um but but I find so fascinating is no one's like saying what I'm saying, like, hey, how about some planks? Hey, how about making adjustments somewhere, somewhere in in uh, in your life where you can do physically active? Because what happens when you do that is instead of saying, hey, you're fat shaming, you get the articulate smart people. You get the dawns of the world. Sorry to, to, to pull you out, Dawn. But if I say, hey, knock out some five minute planks, watch what you eat, and knock out some planks. 
instead of saying, hey, stop fat shaming, you get the dawns of the world that are going to say, also, if you have a condition in which you can't do that, here are some alternatives. Mm -hmm. If you can't bring your heart to nearly exploding, exploding as Steve does on a daily basis, here's what you can do. Mm -hmm. Here's what I do. Like you'll have that. You have a conversation instead of everyone just being content with, with eating and, uh, themselves to death. And again, if, 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 you know, new Rona and Rona classic have taught us anything that it's, it's, um, it's attacking those who aren't in peak health. Yeah. And so you can help yourself. You can help yourself. I am, I am thoroughly convinced of the times I've had the Rona during this thing, that the reason that it was almost, I've had worse allergy days is because I'm in really good shape. Mm -hmm. And, and so I think, um, the people that I've talked to who, who did not fare as well um, are not. And so, yeah. so even if it's something like that, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Maybe somebody knows about vitamins and, and, and how you, you can, uh, can boost your immune system with vitamins. I don't know that. I don't, unless, unless the vitamins are found in my K-cup coffee, um, <laughs> I don't take any vitamins. So I take the only pill that goes in my body on an almost daily basis is Allegra <laughs> because, uh, because sometimes I'm allergic to outside. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the outside tries to kill me. Yeah. It doesn't even try to kill me. Here's the thing. It doesn't even try to kill me. It just tries to make me not see. Like, it's <laughs> like, I just get this glossy, glazy eye, like, and it's, I don't know what I must look like to someone. Maybe I look drunk. I don't know. But I know that it just feels like it feels like someone like blew sawdust into my eyes. Mm -hmm. That's the worst. And so right. if when I take the Allegra, it stops feeling that way. So that's the only pill I take. Um, but somebody might know, hey, these are pills that are good mm -hmm. for boosting the immune system. These, these, um, these, and if you come, if anyone writes in, there are these magic crystals. If you do that, just know we'll post it. But there's going to be a laughing face emoji, and there might even be. Have you, Steph? Have you seen the Steve, the the me, the me with the eyebrow on GIF? Yeah. Have you seen that one? I have. Oh, it's so fucking funny. It's awesome. Who did that? You did that? Yep. Oh, it's so good. Someone sent me that, and I was like, "Oh, the, I make that face." I was like, "Wait, that's me!" Yeah, you, I at put first that I said I make that face, and then I realized that's me. That's my that's fucking you. sweatshirt. You did you that? can you can find it anywhere you get gifts. That's like Twitter, so funny. Facebook. If that was like, there's like 20 million people who have used them. Yeah, that's so crazy. That's More than so 20. Crazy. And for that one, it's, it, you know, I have the eyebrow. That's so fucking funny. Um, <laughs> It, it, again, this is just so funny because that's me. Like people use that yeah. like skeptical Steve uh -huh. face. That's it's so funny. Um, but yeah, so I'll post it with skeptical Steve face. But well, if if it helps, it'll be it'll be good. And I said, like I said, I really want to boost this this uh, community and uh, and continue to grow as far as as far as uh, our own growth, the growth the growth of our team, the growth of everything that we're doing. Because more and more of social media um isn't this it's not this it's not 
it's it's the gurus if they have a zoom or they have a live it's a long infomercial for a product they're about to sell and if you join me on my mayan retreat like dude just talk just talk i know that facebook charges the charge but like facebook lets you bring it down to 299 don't charge them seven dollars. But my like, Netflix is nine dollars. How are you going to be seven dollars? <laughs> like that's just stop. Just give people something. They've been supporting you for years. Support them. Mm-hmm. And so, um, having having this having this forum is going to be uh, fantastic. And I'm going to be more active uh, on it as far as more than just the two posts a week. But in order for that to happen, if you guys want quotes and stuff like that, it's already on the main page. That shit's a jukebox. It's never going to stop. Um, but I would want this one to be different. I think that I can inject my personality into this one a little bit more. All of you get to hear two hours of me every week, at least two hours of me every week. So you get it, even if it's something you're like, because some of the things I say, if it's just written, geez, I'll be in jail tomorrow. <laughs> but like, if you, if you hear it, like, oh, that's just Steve being yeah. Steve, let go, uncuff him officer. Yeah. You know, if, if, if I do, oh, let's do Another porn show. It's like, God damn, there he goes again in jail. But no, I think I think that that makes for this community to uh, yeah. to do. It. And I and I want to say I have to look, but there's a way that we can make our core group, like our test group, these mm-hmm. these past few months that we've been testing this thing. There's a way that I can make all of us, um, you know, those little badges. Oh, Steph, I was going to ask you. I guess I could ask you when we're not live on the air. But people who are like, no, Steve, thank you for my top fan badge. Yeah. Is that something you're doing? No, they just get them because they comment a lot. So Facebook oh. just gives it to them. So I'm like, you're welcome. Thank you. But I don't, I don't. You just do say that. like, yeah, thank you. Know, thank no, you but I want to there obviously got recognized yeah. somehow. So I want to say thank you. But at the same time, like I didn't press. No, on, oh, let's make you can turn it Judy off. a top fan. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't look at it like that. Yeah. There's no way I could keep track of that. Okay, so so you don't do that. Facebook does Facebook that. Facebook does it. You can turn it off. Well, I don't want to turn it off. Right. I'm saying that's I want to turn it on more. I want to change the parameters, like everyone. But so these... but with the with the group of this group, mm-hmm. in those badges, I want to say I saw something, and maybe you could look um, where we can make the group that is right now. Mm-hmm. They get a badge that says like founding member or original mm-hmm. member. I think that would be that really would cool. Be really cool. That would be really cool. All right, so you don't control the other badges. All right, so I'll just keep saying you're welcome. Thank you for posting and that kind of stuff. Um, so I think that's the, the way to go with this group. Uh, if you if you guys, um, again, have any suggestions or want to contribute something, just send a DM or send a text. Uh, do it on, on Facebook. If you follow on Instagram, uh, there's no guarantee. I, I might even turn off the messages on Instagram. Um, I think I think on Instagram we're just gonna post like jukebox style, but not have the same interactions because they use the kids use words I'm not comfortable with. They they use they have mannerisms. They send me TikToks. They and then they send me TikToks that I'm in. So there's like there's like people who will do a TikTok of themselves reading my shit and like saying it with like like better than i say it <laughs> and definitely younger and cooler than i am um and i think that's awesome i think that's awesome <laughs> i just don't know what to do with that 
Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like when Bindi showed me their favorite rhino. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, look. And Bindi's like hugging it. And I was like, awesome. Side note, not that it's important. That's a fucking rhino. So I'm going to stand right here because I don't know it like Mm -hmm. you know it. I don't feed it like you feed it. And it looks like it could kill me. So I'm going to stand right here in case it feels my New York anger. (laughs) that's just always just bubbling at any moment that I'm just going to go ahead and just stay right here. Um, and so, and so I feel like that when I get those, the, the, when, when a kid says, yo, Steve, this is fire. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. say do I, do you. I throw water at you? I don't know what to say. I've not, I have never been cool. I am. That's just not my thing. So when they do that and they, they say things like dropping. I don't know what that means. So I'm going to just <laughs> politely excuse myself and just press like the, hey, you can't send messages. Thank you for tagging. I'll say thank you. I'll do the prayer hand. I do the the, the blushy face prayer mm-hmm. hands emoji, mm-hmm. throw in a couple of yeah. hearts. You know, I'm friendly like that, but I don't know what to say to this is fire. I don't know if that's good or bad, but but I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to just say, you know, hey, way to go. Thumbs up. Uh, you on the MySpace? I'm going to answer with you on the MySpace so that they know they've entered a realm they're not comfortable with. Um, but yeah, I think that that's the way to go with this. As far as the narcissism goes, I think we just beat the shit out of it and, and beat it up to the point where we can have the conversations mm-hmm. about other things. We get it. They're bad. But let's talk about where we're bad. Let's talk about the thing that I said that I got a lot of blowback for. But I really mean, like, when do we become the narcissist because of the narcissist. Oh my God. That's like, that's uh, remember, and they'll never hear this, but remember that one woman who wanted to talk to me because she ran like this really popular narcissism page. Yeah. And do you remember our conversation that she never published? Um, (laughs) But I was, so she was telling me like, and she was so nice Uh and, uh, let me preface it. She was so nice. She sounded young. You know, she sounded young. I didn't say, hey, mm-hmm. how old are you? She sounded young. She was so nice. And she had this huge page on narcissism and just everyone just killing their ex on that page. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she was having this conversation. So she, it, her, her relationship was like a 10 year relationship. And the dude sounded really bad. Um, and he sounded like he, he, he obviously inflicted some damage. Um, and now her page is, is this, and, and it, what he had done was he cheated, uh, he cheated, he lied and all the lies and deceptions that come with that. And they lived together and there was like that kind of stuff. But then she goes on to like the success of this page, which is like seven years old, has like a million, two million, three million, I forgot how many millions of people on there and just thrashing and, and just obliterating this dude. And I says, isn't that interesting? Cause here's my thing where I told you, like, I'm a little spectrum me when it comes to that. Like, I feel like, Hey, we're all in on this, right? Like mm-hmm. we all get this right. But it's, it always hits me in the face. So I, I listened to her and I listened to how she has tortured this guy and his life and making sure everyone in his work and everyone in his family and everyone on the internet, making sure everyone forever's a relationship he had seven years ago mm-hmm. that everyone knows what a piece of shit this guy was, right? 
So I said, isn't that interesting where like your issue with him is that he badmouthed you to, to your friends and he badmouthed you um, at the local, you know, your favorite restaurant. And now you spent seven years killing this dude to anyone who could ever possibly meet him or not. Isn't that crazy how Lao Tzu in the, in, in, in the art of war says you have to be careful to not become the thing you hate, not become your enemy. Yeah. He did this for you for six months. You've done it to him for seven years. I, humans are amazing. So I said it like that. Yeah. She reacted like many of your faces. And she was like, and I could just feel it coming. I could feel that I could hear the tsunami warning. <laughs> I could hear it all. And I, and I was like, wait, did I say something wrong? And she's like this, what happens? This is the problem that we start uh, narcissism defending. And I'm like, no, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not defending. I'm saying, is it an interesting how you have done everything you said he's done? Yeah but just you did it longer. I think that's amazing. And like, that's human nature. That's the thing we have to be aware of. And uh, she, spoiler alert, did not see it that way. And that show, Steph, never, she never aired it. She wow. never aired that show. Boy, do I know how to make friends. She's got to keep her hobby. Boy, do I. Boy, do I know how to make friends. That's uh, difficult. Like, I know somebody like that. That's hard. That's like, no, it it's is, so like, uh, it's hard because we don't talk about it. Like, so I don't years. you enjoy hearing where in life you're an asshole? Like, I no. love that. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I love that. And... I get defensive too, like in myself, but then I'm like, because it's never, I think I'd get more defensive if it was if it was my intention to be like toxic. But it doesn't mean that I can't be toxic. In, in some ways, like with the um, with the people that that I'll say, hey, this person's the Titanic. This person's the etch a sketch. Mm -hmm. In some ways, that I protect myself from them, I'm also protecting them from me. In that sense, also, I think that that so, some of the co the cutting honesty is a protection for them as well. Like, hey, this isn't this is who I am. And by the way, I'll drive you crazy if there's any sense of you that thinks you're going to control any aspect of of me you're going to just go ahead and buy one of those little spinny hats now because i'm going to drive you crazy like 100 percent drive you crazy but but it but i don't mind seeing that I, I i look at it as an opportunity to uh to better myself an opportunity to better myself or to just come to terms with oh this is something that i don't mind people don't like me for like how comfortable and even happy I am in uncomfortable conversations. That's not something I want to change. I don't want to be courteous. I don't want to do like, Oh my God, I don't want to do that shit. I want to laugh at how ridiculous we are. And I want to see you sweat at me laughing at how ridiculous you are. And so that's something I don't want to change, but I had to be, I had to come become comfortable with it and have that conversation. So in that narcissism conversation, I want to talk about that. You want to talk about not only my own, but talk about where we do become the thing we hate where we do become um, uh, that thing and it, not into judging and not saying, and that's why you should go to hell. Not even that. It's just, a, it, let's look at it and, and, and liberate yourself from it. That, that woman who was running and probably still is running that narcissism page. 
I was just trying to tell her, isn't it so interesting that this guy stole that many years of your life and then you handed him the next seven? Mm-hmm. That was my way of saying that. Isn't, isn't that he gave you a broken heart and now you're giving yourself cancer? Like I, that was my way of saying that. And I would have eventually gone to that. It, and, and I would have eventually got to my hundred dollar bill analogy. Like how much, yeah. how many of your dollars are you going to spend of your $50 left? How many are you going to spend just bad mouthing this guy? Meanwhile, if you, if any of you have noticed when you hold grudges and even if you're vengeful, haven't you noticed that that saying in Italian that's, that's translated to English. Um, when you're holding a grudge, the other, the other person's out dancing. haven't you noticed like i've noticed like when i talk to uh some uh, sometimes usually and probably just through the demographics of my audience uh women who are like and then this and then he did this and he did this um when you get to if you get to like well where is he now oh he's remarried got another kid he has a whole new family and you're still yelling about this shit you're eating dinner by yourself you're guilting your kids into calling you more often and this guy has a whole new life like that. You're you're he didn't do that to you. You have to learn to, to move this shit on. And it sucks. It's a shitty realization to come to. It's a shitty thing to realize. Um, but someone's got to tell you like so, so, nobody around you is telling you someone's got to tell you. Let it be me. Even if you hate me for it. That's cool. At least move on. You know, learn, take, take that anger and let it. Uh, um, propel you yeah that's it's really sad i mean it it is i think about that hundred years i i've been thinking about that a lot the uh hundred years yeah the hundred dollar bill and things like that it's just sad you know when i I love what you said there the he broke your heart but you gave yourself cancer that's it's because it's not it's so dramatic it's like super dramatic but it's not far off like the more we understanding the psychological physio connection like it's not far off and, and you have people who go through things, um, who go through illnesses, who go through traumatic events. It's your mindset that either keep you there or pull you out mm-hmm. and the mindset of your environment that keep you there or pull you out. Uh, I know that I have people I reach out to when, when, when I'm having a shitty day or when I'm Having an okay day, but I need to laugh. I know who to turn to when I need to think about something. I know who to turn to when I want to, when I want a serious conversation about UFOs. I know who to turn to um, when I want to whatever. I, I I know where to go. I think environment matters because that mindset matters. You these aren't people that you're seeing. The people you're connecting with, and they change your mindset. I I, I know that there are people in this group who we connect on, uh, and and just a couple of texts will change your whole day. Uh, and so I think having that group and having that mindset matters. And that's, that's what I really think that we mm-hmm. should continue uh, with this. What else you got stuff as we continue on the new year's Eve show, new year's day show for those <laughs> down under. Oh, wow. Uh, well, you know, I really love how when we ask the question, do we believe that our lost loved ones can communicate with us? Oh, that's a good one. That one, that one went up, huh? Yeah, that one went up, and you, there, it obviously doesn't for you as well. <laughs> hey, do you think everyone you've loved who's died talks to you? Yeah, but it's not nearly as important as my, telling my narcissism story. Yeah. I think that one does. I think you have to catch the moods for it. I think that asking that 
in some anywhere between Christmas, between Christmas and New Year is kind of like a, like it isn't, I don't know that it's been confirmed to actually exist. Like you're just, you're just kind of around um, and just, you seem like you're kind of waiting. Like, I don't know what it is, yeah. but, but it's, uh, it seems to be like that, that abyss. It is, it is the, the, um, it's kind of like this in between. It's like the, the purgatory of calendars. But so I, I think that, um, with the lost loved ones, I think, I, I think that it's, it's like anything else, you know, whether they can communicate or not for me, and this is just me, I think that that's just based on your ability to receive communication. Mm-hmm. I think that anyone can communicate with us, dead or alive. But I know living people who I try to communicate with, and I'm pretty, I'm famously good at communicating, <laughs> literally famously good at communicating. And there are people who I try to communicate with, and they're not receiving the communication. Mm-hmm. So can the dead ones do it? Sure. But it has some has to have something to do with your ability to receive a communication. And it has to do with your openness to, you know, I don't know how long it's been since we posted that one. You know, the one where the chick is laying down and there's a sign on top of her. Yeah, we posted that recently. <laughs> that one's so fucking funny. You know why it's funny? Because 90% of the comments are like, and I would still do the same shit wrong. Like, because that's what I mean. Like, so was that sign able to communicate? Sure, it landed on you. But we, we in a funny way, know that we might still not get that message. Right. And so when it comes to the lost loved ones, maybe they can suddenly. Maybe, like I think, they are a song that's just always playing. And you're the radio receiver that can tune into mm-hmm. that. You know, like right now, our local radio stations are all coming through not only this room, not only this house, not only my body, I can't hear them. But if I have a radio and I tune into that frequency, I could hear whoever sings these days. <laughs> I was going to say in sync. No, you weren't. I was going to say in sync because I am the least cool person you will ever meet. You know NSYNC why I was going to say in sync cool. stuff? Oh, because I used to awesome. listen to in sync? No. Because I have a little sister and I used to take it her in sync concert. It is the only point of reference. NSYNC is awesome. It's horrible. But anyway, so whatever today's in sync is, <laughs> whatever today's in sync is, um, if you turn on your radio, you're hearing that. It's only here when you dial mm-hmm. in and you could hear the message of that song. I think people like that. I think that my mom is a song that's constantly mm-hmm. played. It is no longer encumbered by all the filters and nonsense of her upbringing and all the other things that she had to go through, it diminished her life. By the time it came, it was inside of her. And by the time it goes all through all those filters, the good, the bad, the ugly, the, all these things. And it came out to me, I received it in a certain diluted sense. I feel like when they die, that goes away and they are the purest version of themselves. And every message they ever had is playing like a song frequently, just incessantly like a radio station when i do tune into that frequency i can hear the song the message that is my mom but i it, it has to be depends on me and my ability to receive communication and i think that's true with the living or the dead 
have you guys ever tried to tell somebody something that they're not ready to hear, that they're not ready to listen to? And you're not dead. It's just, I think that communication, you matter in communication. Yeah, yeah, that's really true. I'm just looking at the chat here. I, I want to have a conversation about dreams because I can time travel in my dreams. I know I'm not really time traveling, but I time travel. I can go to like when my grandmother was younger and I know that I time traveled to when she was younger and I will interact with her knowing that I just came from the future and I'm interacting with my grandma. Like that happened so your frequently. Dead? Yeah. Or like my mom when she was little. My mom's mm -hmm. still alive, but I'll I can time travel. It's the coolest thing. And I want to know what's going on, if it's really happening, or I just have like the coolest dreams. That's cool. It, both could be true. I don't know. You could be having the coolest dreams and it's really happening. No, for me, you know, Steph, that I'm a very experiential person. So uh -huh. I feel like if you think it's happening and you feel like it's really happening, it's really happening. Um, you can apply that to anyone. When you, when you feel a connection to someone and you got those hard eye emojis, uh, is it really happening? Yeah, experientially it is. It's nothing that science will, you know, science can't, that's the limitation of science. So science can do the, the, the why. So, you know, when people talk about why things happen, the reason that science and belief or, or what people call spirituality or experientialism, the reason that the conflict is because why has two different answers. Why there is cause and there is reason. So that's very rarely talked about. Like when you say, why does this happen? Well, there's a cause that it happened which science can do you know why are there mountains because global plates collided and it went up there's mountains now is 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 there a, re a a reason because god wanted to protect this village like that's where you that science can't answer that so with with your with experiential things science can say hey when you interact with this person or when you think about this thing this is what your molecules do. Mm -hmm. So science can prove that your heart rate goes up, molecules do this, blood pressure does this. That it can prove. It can't prove happy. It can't prove excited. Mm -hmm. It can just tell you what your physiology is doing. You interpret that as I'm happy, I'm excited, this person gives me butterfly. Science will tell you, Whatever happens when you see this person causes your body to go to fight or flight. And you have a collection of, of um, nerves here at the bottom of your gut. This is just quick nerd 101 for some of you. You have a collection of cells here, um, nerves at the, at the bottom, uh, at the top of your gut. Scientists call it the second brain because it, it delivers and distributes and those of you who have gut feelings and that kind of stuff, science understands that so much better now. But what it also understands is because it's your second brain, it takes a lot of blood. Like the thing that takes the most blood in your body is your brain, right? Mm -hmm. Well, your second brain takes a lot of blood also. And when you do go into fight or flight, which is your body, for whatever reason, um, you don't control it. It shoots the blood out to your extremities. That's why you're instantly warmed up, right? 
It shoots the blood out to your extremities and it takes that blood from your second brain. Well, your second brain says, hey, give me back that blood. And it starts calling it back. We feel that as butterflies in our stomachs. So when something happens or you interpret something or you feel something or you see something and you're like, whew, I'm getting hot. You know, I see this person or I think of this event or whatever. I get a little, it gets a little mm -hmm. hot and I get butterflies. Yeah, your body just went into fight or flight. Science can tell you that. You, it can't tell you why as far as reason. Oh, because that person takes my breath away. Oh, because the thought of this. Oh, because I saw the Louvre and it just, wow. Or I saw the Grand Canyon, whatever it may do for you, whatever it may do for mm -hmm. you. And so when it comes to your dreams, Steph, I don't know. And, and, and can I tell you, there's no one on earth who can tell you definitively it's not what you're doing. It's so cool though, right? Dreams. I, I would love something like that. I die and resurrect daily. So I don't have anything like that. Mm -hmm. I would love something like that. And I told you, I, I, on, my, on, my, on my days that I, that I sit and just fantasize about the human experience, mm -hmm. I do link with those few, that small number of cognitive scientists that say, Hey, listen, we have it backwards. We have it backwards. It's when you're awake, what we call awake, that you're dreaming. And that when you're, when you're asleep, that you're awake. Because you are, if you think of it in the scope of the universe, whatever you were 100 years ago, and whatever you're going to be 100 years from now, you're that mm -hmm so much more than you're this right like you're this almost nothing compared to that so it does kind of make sense that within this weird split second of experience uh that when your eyes are open and we're doing this this is the dream this is the dream but when your eyes are closed is when all those barriers cease to exist and it becomes that song you know the dawns and melissa's the Alicia, the lori i see lori hey lori the when 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 you when you in the dream you are no longer encumbered by these bodies these distances and these things mm -hmm. i like to think that that's true and again at the end i won't know you don't know nobody can know so i wouldn't let anyone steal that thought from you i think that if you feel like you're time traveling and talking to your grandma or to young version of your mom enjoy it Bring a notepad, take yeah. notes. That's what I would do if I could talk to my mom. I would bring a notepad and take notes. Well, that's the thing. That's the problem. You wake up, you're not holding, you're not holding the pen and notepad. You know, you're not holding anything. So when you wake up, you know, it's so when you were traveling back to what you think mm -hmm. is your grandma and all those things, you are whatever you were before you were born and mm -hmm. after you die. When you wake up, you wake up Steph again. So now your brain, your Steph brain has to make sense of that. Mm -hmm. That's why you ever have those weird dreams and like, you know, it's an incredibly profound dream. Mm -hmm. And then you wake up and by the time you're done thinking like, whoa, what a dream. It turned into some weird shit. Like, wait yeah. a second. Was that like my third grade teacher? And then was <laughs> there like a pig on a broom or something? Like, and you start seeing it start, you start interpreting it through what you believe to be true on this, you know, couple of years mm -hmm. that you're alive on this planet. Um, so yeah, I think that's beautiful stuff. And just 
keep enjoying that and mm-hmm. and tell your grandma and your young mom that that uh that everything's okay in the future and, and that kind of <laughs> stuff you know like I, I i don't know what i would do if i had if i was able to do something like that i would probably have fun with it for mm-hmm. sure yeah yeah it is fun to know that you're like dreaming know that you're you're time traveling so i am able to control it that way i i'm really interested in what natalie said did you read her comment I she did has not. She has aphantasia. It's the, you can't like voluntarily visualize like mental images. You can't like think of something and see it in your head. Uh huh. She says that uh, she has that, but dream and images. So is that how most people see things? Ah, I think that is so interesting. How do you dream, but also have aphantasia? I don't know. That's so. I don't know. It has to be, it, it has to be. Um, it has to be something akin to what people see in, in, in regular images, but it might it might actually be a clearer version because they don't have she doesn't have the all the biases that came with those mental mm-hmm. images. Yeah. So you you might actually get a a better uh, picture than than the rest of us who who have been you know doing this and diluting our own experience you know through to parenting and anything else that yeah. they tell you, oh, that's not real. <laughs> you know, yeah. all the things that the parents do to get you to shut up and just kill your creativity. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson so funny. He says, you, you, te- you spend the first year trying to get your kid uh, to walk and talk and the rest of his life telling him to shut, shut up and sit down. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so funny. That's so funny. Don, Don says, so we are all, we all have some, some form of multiple personalities. I I definitely yeah. agree a hundred percent. I yeah, I think I that that I hope that in this era, and I know again in this community, I definitely want to do it, especially what Dawn was talking about. Mm-hmm. But to to have the comfort, one of the most liberating things for me is number one, you know how I like mess with the gurus and stuff, and I'm being a bit of a dick only because like it like. Are we all pretending that pe- their people are perfect? There's no perfect people. Like, can we stop? Like, let's just talk about how, yeah, you know, this and this, and I have this version of me and this version of me. Now you try to blend them together, and this is why I slip back here. And and so when you meet the people who are who are just really just hell bent on blending in, or what I call blanding in, everything's so bland and boring, and they just bland in. Everyone's just like a they're dockers in a sensible sweater. <laughs> like everyone's just, hi, I'm Dockers in a sensible sweater. No, you're not. No, you are not. Just be who you are. And so it, it, for me, it's anyone who seems too perfect, run for your life. And anyone who their whole life, every relationship they've had, it's a hundred to nothing. They were amazing. They were a saint and the other person was the devil, run for your life. Mm-hmm. But finding some sort of balance and recognizing like where um, I don't know what book it was where I wrote the difference between my crazy and your crazy is that you don't think you're crazy. Yeah. Like uh, recognizing our crazy mm-hmm. um, is, I think, not only liberating, but empowering, empowering, because then you can take that nuclear energy. And even if for 50 years of your life, that nuclear energy was was arranged as a bomb. You can change that to light up a city, to light up your future. You can change that to, to land on the moon. Remember, energy is energy. The same energy it takes to take the space shuttle to the moon will blow up a city. The same energy that will blow up a city will light that city for free. 
it's, it's not the energy, it's how you use it. And I think that if we recognize that about ourselves, we have the ability to change it or at least laugh at the fact that we didn't change it. Yeah. Just, yeah, allowing yourself to grow and evolve and change and change your opinion on things. It's so, it's so healthy. Nobody, it's like talking to somebody who's like, they're the same person from 20 years ago. It's just so, like you can, you can grow and evolve and, and change your life. You can. You give yourself permission give to yourself do that. Permission. And if the people around you aren't comfortable with it, number one, you'll see which ones support you but are uncomfortable and which ones aren't comfortable and they try to kill it in you. And again, that just shows you people reveal themselves. Mm-hmm. When people are conditioned usually in their friendship with you. Yeah. And so some people only like you as long as you fit into that character, you fit into that costume. Mm-hmm. And when you change that character or that costume or you get sick of playing that role, um then then uh you see that their stuff was conditional and again you have to it, it breaks your heart but clears your vision oh yep there it is 341 i hope you all have an amazing new year's eve new year's day i hope um this was a lot of fun i really love this group we're going to expand on this group next week we do there's no reason we can't do monday wednesday right Right. It's not all holidays are over. Yeah. Everyone done follow la la lying. Um, yeah. Monday. Monday the 4th. Let's do it again. It'll be 2 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, if I do have to change it all, I'll do the same thing that I've been doing. This week was kind of weird. Uh, so I had to just m- make adjustments, but I'll just post it on the thing. Uh, the Today's link was different than it's been because... Um, I had to schedule a different meeting than the recurring one that we were having. Uh, Monday's link will go back to that same link that was before. I'll still post it. Uh, other than that, send DMs, send texts. Let us know how you want to build and contribute uh, to this page. I'll figure out the badges thing, and uh, and we'll continue moving forward. I hope you all have an amazing day. Thanks for an amazing year. Uh, yeah, Steph, did you close today with the... You know, I like every last post of the year to be a thank you. Yeah. It's a it's mm-hmm. a thank you like the pick a pick a Steve pick. Mm-hmm. My favorite one. Whatever it is, change it. Uh, whatever picture you pick, unless it's the one, you know what my favorite picture I hate about myself is? <laughs> There's one that I don't know who took it, but I'm just standing there like an asshole. Like it is the most it, it, I every time I see it, I wanna jump through the computer. It's like I'm standing in like, I think just a sports coat. And I'm like, I'm holding my phone. But at the same time, I'm like, I, it's, I can almost hear whoever's holding the camera. Okay, look natural. Now pick up your chin a little bit and look slightly towards me. And I give that, <laughs> that little smirk, that little, in the military, I call it like a shit-eating grin. In the military, I'll never forget, and I can't repeat it always, like to bigger groups, but I remember this technical sergeant. He said, Maraboli, you got a smirk like you just pumped the neighbor's cat. And it's just, it made me laugh because nobody, and I repeat, nobody in New York has ever said that, has ever used that for the reason of you having a smirk on your face. Ever. So imagine me at like 18 years old, 
And I'm learning all kinds of things that people in Kentucky, North Dakota, Texas say from, from the most incredibly racist things to just funny about each other. Like, I remember, I'm from, not only am I from New York, but I'm from like the melting pot mm-hmm. part of New York. So it's a very specific culture that, that I'm in, a very mm-hmm. specific New York culture. And more importantly, nothing like anywhere else in the United States. So when I was in Oklahoma and I was in Texas and I was in North Dakota and I was in Colorado and you were, it, I was meeting people. I had never met people like that before. So much so when I left New York, I was like, oh man, this, the, the rest of the country is weird. Like they, when I want tea, I have to specify hot tea. And New York, if you ask for tea, you're getting a boiling ass mm-hmm. cup of tea. Anywhere else, if you ask for tea, you're getting iced tea. And the first time I was in Texas and I said tea and the girl said, would you like ice? But this was my introduction to a Texas accent. She did not, in my mind, say, would you like ice? I said, can I have, ice? Can I have tea? She said, would you like ass? <laughs> huh? Would you like ass? I'm like, Texas is the greatest place in the world. Really? It turns out what she was saying is, would you like ice? Because when people ask for tea here, they usually mean a cold one. It, um, it, and so, and so, so that picture, whatever picture you guys are posting, post this one because I hate it and I, and I want it to be. Up. We have a, we have a bunch of pictures of you like that. Okay. So to be fair, so I know I, I will let you know which one I'll look through and I'll let you know which yeah. one. Definitely, I want the last post of the year to be thank you because okay. I like to to end the year with a thank you. Um, but let me pick the picture. It's just the it's the most unnatural, and maybe they can't tell, mm-hmm. but I know that I was rethinking my whole career while they were taking this picture. <laughs> like it was everything I ever hated, and I just remember it was kind of like when Discovery, remember when Discovery had me do those things, mm-hmm. and Discovery was like, hey. So this didn't happen because I just couldn't. And they were doing these things. I'm like, okay, so okay, so we're gonna be walking down the street and you would do this. And they're like, well, we feel like Steve would do this. And I'm like, asshole, I'm Steve. Why would you tell me that what I'm doing isn't what I would do? And tell me Steve would do this. I'm Steve. <laughs> oh, so you're walking down the street and then you just run into XYZ celebrity. I said, like, oh yeah, that's exactly how that happens always. <laughs> That's exactly how that happens. They they want, they love publicly acknowledging that they're working with me, first of all. Second of all, they love walking down the street and we just start a conversation <laughs> about the most intimate areas of their life. That never happens. Yeah. And Steve would never be doing that. Mm-hmm. So Steve just walks in and he just what? Never going to happen. I would never do it. I don't know. So that didn't happen. <laughs> this picture that I'm describing to you is uh is like that. And I remember holding the phone they're like hold the phone like you're doing something important Uh and then tilt up your chin now just a little tilt towards me (laughs) and I was like I don't when I see the picture I'm like I can't tell if I want to kill the dude holding the camera or I have to pee really bad like I can't (laughs) tell but I hated it so much that I want it to be the last picture of the year with the thank you. And everyone, everyone else is going to be like, oh, what a great picture. Thank you. And I'm going to be like, I hate that picture. Just so you know. 
that's that's the least me that you'll see um but but uh with that uh, i hope that you all have an amazing year thank you for being a part of this thank you for laughing um at the rest of the we're going to be at a million people in the next couple of months which is crazy mm-hmm. um the rest of those people they don't ever get this version like they only get quotes which is yeah. so crazy because this is the best part of us you know not something that that was captured quotes are like a a photo it's a photo of a time of my life and 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 the thought that i was having and they're great but it's not this this <laughs> no. is it and so let's continue to cultivate this they can enjoy the jukebox while they got it let's let's read and share the jukebox mm-hmm. but uh let's talk about this stuff and learn learn more about each other and and help each other grow and as they come on and they join in uh, we'll do the same with them uh, as as our group continues to grow i love you all i'm out of here and uh and thank you so much happy new year for those of you who are fun and exciting and uh we'll see you on monday big Bye. hugs from new york bye happy new year bye everyone